It is October 16th, 2020. This is episode 50 of Back to Normal. So let's get started. Wow, 50 episodes. This is honestly a big deal for me. I was not, when I first started this, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to do this every day. So how much, how long could it possibly take to get to 50 episodes? It's probably going to be like six months, right? Nope. When you're doing it every day, it takes less than two months. Um, I'm very excited about the topic of today's video. And it's honestly, I, I think when I put, when I wrote my topic list, this was the very first one. And it's something that I've been hesitant to get to and talk about. But um, I kind of, I told myself, I was like wishy-washy and I was like, eventually I'm going to get to a milestone, something like 50 and I'm just going to want to talk about it. And so I put it there and I've ignored it until now. But um, what I want to talk about as part of the personal episode number five is my case of cystic fibrosis. And this is something that I have not talked about very much. Um, only a few close friends and family know about this, but um, I figure that if I'm not going to talk about it anywhere else for now, I may as well talk about it here and just put my thoughts out there and um, just kind of put together what's uh, what's going on. So basically, I have a case of cystic fibrosis that, that is considered extremely mild. And um, yeah, I have basically the the way cystic fibrosis works, which I've learned a lot about in the last few years since I figured out that I had it, um, it basically has to do with this one gene or one set of genes that controls how your body produces mucus. And so there are a number of different places that your body produces or uses or has stuff to do with mucus. And anywhere that that happens, you can, if you have cystic fibrosis um, gene uh, what do you call them? Like gene changes or abnormalities, um, you can have issues relating to what we what is known as cystic fibrosis. And so there's things like mucus is is heavily involved in the lungs, and so cystic fibrosis patients tend to have a lot of lung issues. Um, it has to do with there's there's also so connected to mucus um, at the kind of the base of it um, is it you have difficulty regulating your sodium, and that also um, that also presents as having high salt levels in your sweat. And so that's another diagnostic criteria for cystic fibrosis. Um, I had to do when I, once they figured out what it was, I had to do what's called the sweat test. Um, there are a few other places. I think the pancreas has, uh, has, can present issues with cystic fibrosis. And um, the other, basically, the other presenting criteria is that you... Um, males as cystic fibrosis patients tend to have um, issues or missing vas deferens. And that is literally the only uh, symptom of this disease. I'm not even sure if it's called a disease. Um, that is my only presentation of cystic fibrosis. And uh, so basically, I learned about this when I was 29 or 30, um, trying to have kids, finding out that you you've basically had your tubes tied genetically uh, is is definitely not something you want to hear when you're trying to have kids. And so, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a very interesting thing to to figure out that you have a very mild form of a thing. And basically, the if you do have if, if I turned out I did have cystic fibrosis or like for people who are, who are born with very severe cystic fibrosis, um, the treatment is extremely expensive 
And you basically have to, because, because one of the things that um, cystic fibrosis is because your lung function is usually already decreased, you're at a hugely increased risk of pneumonia. You're at a hugely increased risk of other respiratory illnesses. Um, and you basically, if you have a, a severe enough case, you basically have to spend your life in a, like a, a hygienic bubble. And not to say that you, it's not, um, it's not necessarily so bad as needing to spend it in a literal bubble, but you have to be constantly worried about getting sick. You have to be constantly on the defensive. Um, there's a movie which I highly recommend, which I just watched about a year ago, uh, I think called Five Feet Apart. And it's about two uh, cystic fibrosis patients who kind of come together, find each other and um, like attempt to be romantically involved with one another. And it's it's such an interesting story because like <laughs> we watched this movie about a year ago and it's called Five Feet Apart. And we're like, oh, oh yeah, I guess I like you have to you have to be apart, right? The rule. Um, <laughs> this is going to give away the game. But the rule is you have to be as cystic fibrosis patients, you have to be six feet apart. Um, because you don't want to be the one getting um, another cystic fibrosis patient sick. And at the time I was like, oh yeah, that's like a cute rule. And now it's like literally in a pandemic, we're all living that we all have to be six feet apart. Um, and so the whole the concept of the story five feet apart is that you're supposed to be six feet apart, but they were like, no, we're going to stand one foot closer. We're going to break the rules, you know, all that stuff. And yeah, so basically my life has been like I lived the first 30 years of my life thinking completely normally and was basically told when I got this diagnosis, like because this hasn't affected you in any noticeable way so far, other than having um, an absence of the vas deferens, um, you like basically they said, like, be careful. We don't really know how this is going to this is going to affect your life over time, but um, it's something that you should be aware of. And there are certain things that they that they want to do. So they said that um, exercise is extremely important um, to to keep your lung function high. And I'd always been very active, so that wasn't really an issue for me. But I like now during the pandemic, which I'll get to in a minute, um, I will be I, uh, every night I'll get on the exercise bike for 20 minutes, half an hour, just to keep, you know, keep my lungs working um, at kind of a slightly higher than normal uh, amount. And Every so usually, typically, what happens with cystic fibrosis patients is uh, in Ottawa, at least, is they go to the CF clinic, the cystic fibrosis clinic in uh, in the general hospital. And so normally, patients are seen every three months um, unless they need help more often. And most often, um, the issue that people have is they'll get a small infection and they'll need an antibiotic antibiotics to treat it. And so typically, like I said, people are seen every three months and they're followed. And um, we have the, basically the equivalent of like a, an exercise, uh, what's it called? Like stations. Um, so there's like five or six different quote unquote stations that you go to. So you see a lung, you do a lung function test. Um, you can get a blood test. You can talk to a nutritionist. You can talk to um, different specialists. Um, they'll measure your height and weight, just kind of track all your vitals. and if you need to like talk to a counselor, that kind of thing. And I went to see the clinic for the first time. It was about three years ago. I forget the exact timeline now, um, but it was before we were having our first child. And yeah, it's basically because I'm such a weird case of cystic fibrosis, um, they 
told me after my first visit, they said, okay, we don't need to see you every three months. You can come every six months and, or you can come in six months and we'll, we'll check you again. We'll do all the, the testing. But basically they had no issues with my lung function. My lung function is actually slightly above normal for my age and height and weight because I am so active. And so after the six month uh, break, I went back in and they did the same thing. And they said, basically, we still have no concerns. So I am now as of two, again, two or three years ago, um, I'm now on yearly visits. And interestingly enough, we are now doing, um, we are now having <laughs> yearly visits to the CF clinic have been effectively canceled in person um, because of the global pandemic. And so I had a virtual phone appointment in, uh, it was March or April, basically just, they wanted to check in on everybody. Um, all the CF patients, because obviously this this dramatically affects people who have like pre-existing conditions or comorbidities of um, coronavirus. But basically, what what I've found is that, or at least what I've what I what they have found and told me, is that cystic fibrosis patients are actually like it's extremely unlikely that a cystic fibrosis patient will get this because they're already in bubbles because they're already they're already spending so little time in within six feet of other people. And so basically, at least in Canada, people are not cystic fibrosis patients are not getting this because they already have infection protocols in place. They already know I can't get within six feet of people. And so they've been practicing this whole social social distancing thing this entire time. One of the weird things about cystic fibrosis is like I said, your patients are not supposed to be within six feet of one another. And so the, the group, the cystic fibrosis kind of group and fundraiser and, and um, community for cystic fibrosis in Ottawa holds events from time to time, again, pre-coronavirus. And um, basically the, the rule is there's a hard rule that no more than one CF patient is allowed to attend any of these events. Um, they're very strict about that. And so I have been basically saying like from the from the get go, basically, since I figured out since we figured out that this is what I had and um, I thought, well, I I would like to attend one of these events. I think it'd be really interesting. And basically, so far, I haven't been able to. I mean, there haven't been that many. And now there's there are none. Um, but I basically offered to volunteer and try and help out, um, basically spread the word because it's cystic fibrosis um, gene abnormalities basically present i think they said in caucasians it's about one in 20 people have one of two genes that are abnormal and so all it takes is a one in 20 chance for one person and a one in 20 chance for another um to meet and have a child that gets both of those um genes with mutations on them that's what happened to me so my parents are both um completely normal they obviously are each carriers so they have one copy of of the cystic fibrosis gene with a with a mutation but um they each gave that to me and my sister also got tested and she's completely normal um so it's it's very um it's very fascinating to me that that something like this can happen and i and i feel like um being able to talk about it more and being able to talk about it openly here gives some kind of um basically a push to say that even if somebody looks and talks and acts completely normally, like that you would not notice this. The only time in my entire life that I would notice this is trying to have a kid, um, which we had to do through IVF is the only time that's the only time you'd notice it. And otherwise I am 
100% completely normal. But um, obviously, I'm not normal. And and basically, what they've said is <laughs> treat what what the doctors told me in in light of this pandemic is treat yourself like you have an actual severe case of cystic fibrosis because we don't know exactly how your immune system and your lungs are going to be able to keep up with this virus if you get it especially as i get older as i get into my 30s and then 40s and 50s um we don't know really how this disease evolves in such a mild form um odds are i'll be okay and we're they're developing treatments that are working fairly well to control symptoms if things do start to get worse but um in a pandemic situation, like I basically have to treat myself like I um, I am at very high risk of serious illness with this, even though um, I would probably be fine. Like my the only thing that I can say in terms of my immune system so far are is that um, I tend to, like if I had to if I had to think back, project myself back to my like colds and flus that I've had, maybe they're slightly longer than you'd expect a cold to be. And like sometimes some winters, I feel like I just get a cold at the beginning of it and just kind of keep stay congested throughout the entire winter. Um, like, is that related to cystic fibrosis or is that just like my body being weird? Is that just me getting a cold? It's really hard to say. And so we basically have to treat this like um, like I have it and basically minimize our risk the absolute most we can. And so that's what I've been doing. Like I've basically been treating this thing like a 70 year old who's got um lung function issues like i i'm not going i haven't been to a grocery store since march and i haven't like i've gone into like three or four stores basically go in and out get what we need and go and um so if you have any questions about this i I will probably get further into this in another episode um talk about specific issues and different things but um, i wanted to introduce this topic and basically just get it out there because um, I feel like it might uh, elicit questions. So if you do have questions about this, I'm I'm happy to try and answer them and, and talk about this more. Um, do let me know. You can follow me and send me a message on Twitter at Rob Attrell, A-T-T-R-E-L-L. And I'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Thanks very much for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye.